Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help, P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. To Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Alex Finn. So, what the listeners didn't get is me and Samson going on a 30 minute, like, side quest of a tangent about subgenres in comics. It was amazing. And Samson Davis. Subgenres and manga and anime, to be clear. We're not like those guys who are really into Marvel and DC, although I am very no. obsessed with Marvel Snap. But I'm very obsessed with manga manhwa and manhwa. So. Mm. <laughs> and I also pay attention to that stuff because. I force it. It's good stuff. <laughs> well, I, I feel like there's a lot of interesting stories that come out of there. A lot of repeats of the exact same thing. Yes. Looking at you, Isekais. But every now and then you find one where you're just like, oh, yeah, you can do that with magic that's amazing oh no there's actually one where i found it several different times because they switched artists it's literally the same thing over and over again and you're just like the fuck <laughs> you didn't have to start a brand new one just change artists in the middle like that one and make everyone ugly suddenly <gasps> unfortunately stace couldn't be here with us tonight we're real people scheduling stuff happens but we're still gonna have fun with it yeah I mean, it's not play with my die when i say that no and say, Dan, what kind of dice is that? This is a metal, flamey, orange, red D20 with gold. What a beautiful rock you got in your hands. I think everybody listening to this should go and get one, unless flamey, flamey colors are not your thing. In which case, go to that website anyway, dieharddice.com, and take a pick. Acrylic, metal, it comes in all different colors and stuff. I have these Zenith black ones that are very cool, and I love them even when they portray me on the dice rolls. But I also got Knight's Hope, which is this gold and pink thing. That's our dice. I don't know if it's still there, but you should go get one if it's... Mm. Go get a set if it's still there. And get, get whatever set you want at dieherddice.com. When you go to checkout, you can get 10% off your order by using our code ExplorersWanted at checkout. You get high-quality dice for a little bit cheaper. You help support the show. It's great for everybody. So please do that. Thank you. Also, tell your friends about it. Yes. Thank you. Well, what happened last time, Samson? What happened last time? <sighs> well, it started with Dilly getting bad-touched by a floating tentacle void. Mm -hmm. uh, Doll Dilly got sent into the void and got pulled in. No, Doll Dilly ran in to try to attack it. He was a bamf. <laughs> he was. I don't know if we ever got him back. I don't remember. Yeah, we did. We did? Yeah. We did get him? Okay. I feel like somebody went, Nick went in and got him. Yeah, Nick's did. You can't go into the void because there's no air. Well, you're getting ahead of me. So while Dilly and Chacha and the dolls are kind of fighting this 
living void thing. Nyx finds her way back into the infinite hallway from that quarantine zone that she was in. Mm-hmm. Runs down the hallway, eventually gets back to Dilly and Chacha, and she's like jumping through the void. She had to like jump through the void to get to us. So I think that's where she picked up Doll Dilly. She gets back. We're all together again. And I guess the fight ended. I got a little hazy there. I didn't write anything down, but we go to the smelter that we need to go to to get the three different IOs that Dilly needs for the cores. And then we go to a fabrication room. After that, we get Nix's extendo leg built. We get the double shot pew pew gun built. I have a little spider bot with yeah. that double shot pew pew gun on top. My level four follower, and mm-hmm. I love him. And then we also built the cores, but more importantly, we built Aster a new body and separated Aster and Dilly. I'm very happy I got a nat 20 on that insight roll. Wrote that down. Insight roll. So Dilly has kind of realized that Aster is not fucking with him and that he's actually been genuine for a long time, presumably. So yeah, Cha Cha mm-hmm. separated Dilly and Aster. Aster is no longer a part of the protectorate oversight. He no longer took the cop out of the time cop. So, mm-hmm. um, and then I stopped writing my notes. So. I assume that's where we stopped. I think we're going to go kill somebody. And Aster's all like, hey, I'm going to lead the way because now I'm grown. Well, he's out of his teenage phase, maybe. He's what he thinks is a grown man, and he's going to lead us to fight something. I think it was maybe Buddy Cop. I don't remember where we ended. It ended with Aster hugging and Dilly recognized that even though it's just metal and it shouldn't, there was still a warmth about the hug anyway. And then as Astra stood back, Dilly could see that, oddly enough, in the design of its features, it's different. You can almost see a hint of Dilly's nose in it. And Astra had looked at you and said in a voice that both Cha-Cha and Nyx could hear, we have work to do. Let's go free your people. Yeah, see? See? I knew it. I just didn't remember the most epic line ever. Yeah, um, because you know that the fire is somewhere Mm -hmm. here still. Right. I totally remember that. We totally remember that. I totally remember that being a thing that we were here. That's why we came here in the first place. I remember that. Right. And first things first, we need to get out of the foundry. We need a key to do that, so we need to go back to the workshop. Where the archive is. Okay. All right, cool. We'll do that. And we'll gather everybody around here and all the dolls. And Dilly at this point notices Nix is not there. Yeah, Nix isn't there. Nix? Robot Nix is just doing squats in the corner, but stops when you say that, looks up at you, and shows their little iron fangs. Not you, tall you. Where's where soft you? Is she soft, though? The doll, like, sort of approximates a shrug and then falls forward and starts doing push-ups. Tasha is just nodding like this is a, yep, this is good. This is what you need to do. Mm. Push-ups. Okay. Go to the workshop. Find a thing in the archive to find Nyx and also a key and the time bomb. Okay. Blue. Okay. Blue. Blue. Go to the workshop. Okay. So you guys go back to the workshop. Are you going back to the workshop where you guys started your work that's connected to the library? Or are you going back to the weird workshop fabricator room that had the other right in it? We are going back to the workshop with the archive where Chacha and Nix met old Dilly. Yeah, you make your way back there, no problem. I mean, now that that time bomb isn't twisting time, the infinite hallway, when you get to it, is no longer infinite by any stretch of the imagination. It's very easy to get around. Yay! And then as we get close to the time bomb, does Aster start being affected by it? 
because the time bomb should be in this room as well. Yeah, so as you approach, Aster's body starts freezing up for a moment, and then you realize that it's almost like a reflex, like he was flinching for it as you guys got close. But then there's almost sort of a surprised straightening of his body as he just resumes his stride along with you. Are you okay, Aster? Are your balance servos touching out? No, I just thought I was going to be incapacitated again. It seems that whatever signal there had less to do with my own programming as my protectorate membership. Oh. Oh, okay. That's convenient. Narratively so, you might say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know what that means. I don't know. It means like he's trying to tell a story and this is assisting in his telling of the story. You're not very smart. I Wow. All right. Damn. You didn't know that I was the narrator of your life, Dilly? Come on. Look at him. Look, just because you've been voicing my head doesn't mean you're the narrator. All right. I think that's exactly what it means. No, it does not. I lost my narrator a while ago, so I'm unwritten. I feel like that's 100% correct. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but once we get to... The workshop Dilly's going to start looking for design on like an exit key in the archive. So you can find all sorts of designs for keys, but the only one that is a foundry key out when you try to access it, the file isn't there. It's like you know that it should be there, and on some level, intellectually, you somehow get the sense that it is there, but you don't have access to it. And the console from behind you leaps and you get that access denied message on it. Does it list like a clearance level that I need or it's telling you that you don't have sufficient clearance, but just like when you tried to look for a key design before in the consoles and things like that, it just says you don't have the needed clearance. It doesn't tell you what kind of clearance you need. Okay. I thought we were going to try to deal with the fire situation. I we we have a lot of situations we have to deal with, but are you concerned about getting out of the foundry? Uh, yeah, because it doesn't look like we can just bust out through because there's a void on the other side. Well, could Cha-Cha just teleport us back to the gateway, back to the Ninth World, if we needed to? Yeah, yeah, that that's exactly what I could do. No one's well, asked me, though, so I haven't. Well, because that would be bad for us. Why? Well, we're just moving within the same dimension. Not cross-dimension. Well, that's the thing. I I don't know if we are in the same dimension as, like, the outside. We're not. So we just go back to that original room from the original door we stepped through. You know, before you found the man of your dreams. But we need a key to get through that door. Am I not a key? Wrong door. You're thinking of the other door. Or is it? (laughs) (laughs) The squinting we are doing at each other. Maybe. I don't know if Cha-Cha can get out of the foundry with her teleportation just because it I don't know if the interior of the foundry is in the same dimension as the exterior, because again, there's apparently void everywhere outside of these walls, Mm. so... I suppose it would be risky to just have her try and come back, because if I'm wrong, then I suppose she wouldn't be able to get back in. Right. Yeah. Then she either ends up in the void, or she ends up in the foyer space, where she has to just deal with a bunch of vultures, basically. Oh, I thought they were just creepy people. I was, yeah, I was being metaphorical. Scavengers, just, uh, yeah. Interns. Yeah. And honestly, you guys would probably want to find Nyx first, because Nyx is the one who did the shaper mm-hmm. key of Volunk Room in the High Man's View. 
So right now, she's the only one of you that's currently holding a key to once you get back to the ninth world. Well, I guess once you get back to the ninth world, Chatra can teleport you anyway. Yeah, it's getting to the ninth world that we don't know how to do yet, or we are incapable of doing at the at the moment. Are you? We don't have Nick, so yes, we are incapable of doing it. Okay. <sighs> okay. All right, let's put a pin in the key for the moment. Yeah, let's, I guess, try to find Nick's. And Dilly is going to look through the archive for a, uh, like, a like a DNA finder, like a biomechanic, a biology kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, you find a couple of them, the kind of thing that you would probably have to be able to give it a sample. Right. And then once he's found the plan, Dilly's going to turn to Aster and Chacha. All right, I got a question. Do I still have, like, remnants of the mandible inside my own cheekbones? Because, like, Aster, did you remove? Yeah. I do I do still have it. You didn't remove the uh, mandibleness. You just kind of arrested no, it. No, it's not removed. It's It's been arrested and... Uh, Isolated. Like Nyx. Perforated mm-hmm. by the electronics. Excellent. So, my thinking is that we may be able to, like, track Nyx by getting a sample of my own mandible and seeing if there's, like... A similarity there we can like latch on to. You want to do open face surgery? It's not the worst surgery I've had. It's not the worst surgery you've given. Ah, fair, fair, fair. It'll be messy. My understanding is your kind bleed a lot from the head. Oh yeah, it is a bloodbath when it happens. Again, it literally cannot be the worst thing I've felt in like the past few months. So I think we'll be fine. Doll Dilly comes up and holds up a shaky dagger. I mean, yeah, you could try it if you wanted, Doll Dilly, but I'm not sure you have the finesse yet. I No, he's not involved. You're not involved, little guy. No, thank you. <laughs> he just lowers his head and sadness. He just wanted to help, Dilly. I know, I know. He's gonna help by not giving me a splinter. That is always helpful, because those things go septic real fast. Yeah, I believe it. Alright, let's try this guy, and Dilly will... Astro is staring at Doll Dilly and says, he's, uh, he's actually kind of cute. Oh my god, shut up. So Dilly will pull a plan for bio-signature tracer, DNA tracker, mm-hmm. radar gun. Yeah. So you find one. It's a level six cipher. Okay. That's the difficulty to craft it. So it's an 18. And the you know, materials are not a problem. There's nothing esoteric. Everything you could easily find in the IO and synth and parts supplies of this workshop. If you were building it by hand on your own, it would probably take a good work day since you'll be able to have all the supplies. There's even some parts up there that look like they might almost be standard parts in the design, so you wouldn't even have to fabricate parts of it. Mm-hmm. So probably only a day if you're doing it by hand. Probably if you take it to one of the fabricator rooms, probably an hour. Okay. And yeah, Dilly will pull the plan, coordinate everybody in the room to get the various parts in IO, and then with the map lead the way to a fabricator room we could use. Okay. So you head to the fabricator room, and this one is currently unoccupied, thankfully. You don't see any weird, half-dead, eternal rites. There are old bloodstains on the wall and a couple teeth on the ground, but it's old. Like, it's probably something that happened years ago. Dilly will still remind everybody, keep an eye out on the floors and walls for any, like, street shark swimming through it. And also keep an eye out for fungus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are fun guys. Uh Probably not here. 
No, I mean, like, they'll be no, fine I, I, when they really just eat through your brain. Just saying. Del, I, <laughs> Del just kind of quietly nods, just like, just, just get through this. Just agree. Yep. Very funny. Yep. You hear a shrieking sound of metal from behind you. Daly turns around. Aster is there with shadow claws, and he is holding up a piece of another hand from the floor. He's like, you mean one of these? That's the one that was probably Tara Lynn's. So Cilia start like vibrating and Aster just like his hand erupts in shadowy flame and he crushes it and it falls to dust on the ground. All right. So Aster's got an eye on that one. Awesome. Thank you. Let's get this started. And Dilly will start building, fabricating the, uh, the doohickey. Doll Dilly keeps like hopping up on the desk and like going over and looking at what you're doing and like trying to help like a toddler helps. (laughs) This is adorable. I love it. But he mostly just gets in your way. And every time you kind of glare at him, he's like, I love you. How can you be mad at him? Well, it's very easy. He is helping. Hold on. You want to help doll me? You sit here, arms out. Hold these things. Doll Dilly, take notes. Notes are helping. Don't take notes. You're holding very dangerous tools. So he holds... He can really only hold one of the tools because one of his hand has a dagger in it permanently, but he holds it for you. Well, I imagine, like, I'm just kind of, like, placing, uh, like, wrenches, like, between his arms because I'm asking him to keep his arms... Uh, Oh, as a cup holder? Okay. Okay. So since he's holding them, he looks at... He turns his head, looks at you, says, I love you. I... And then goes to kicking his legs as they dangle off the side of the table. I love how you're holding the wet, the tools and not getting in the way. You're great. Cha-Cha, you feel something against your leg. Cha-Cha looks down at her leg. Cha-Cha doll is standing next to you. And she's currently not looking at you. She's looking at Dilly. But she seems to be almost idly, like as if she's almost not even aware of it, rubbing the back of her hand against the side of your leg. Do you want to get a closer look, doll Chacha? She looks up at you, and then she begins quickly, agilely, like a monkey, climbing up your body, and she perches on your shoulder. That's really good climbing skills. I love you. I love you, too. You're one of the best things that ever happened to me. I'm keeping a list. <laughs> so, with that in mind, and Astro just continues to stay on guard, you know, occasionally shadowy flame like kind of ripples across his body almost like a like a holding pattern it's predictable enough it doesn't feel like it's something like he's it's spaced out widely so it doesn't feel like it's something like he's actively doing it just seems like almost like a like when somebody taps their leg while they're waiting Mm -hmm. it's just his version of not in a jerky way but just sort of like the standard like gotta get through this and I'm waiting for the next thing. Right, right. It's his idle animation. Mm-hmm. You finish this device. All right, this is ready. It just needs a sample. So, Cha-Cha? Yeah? Can you take out a little mandible for me, please? A little piece of mandible? Little is very subjective. Like, could be four inches, could be like a centimeter. The mandible itself is only about a centimeter right now. I guess if you needed more bone, you could take part of the cheekbone, too. See? This is why we need to know. I think just mandible, because if you take too much of me, then you're just going to be tracking me. So just just the mandible, if you can. You might want to be 
take some extra precautions during the surgery. Oh, do I get a sedative this time? Do you have a sedative? Well, I don't, but there... I don't know if you noticed what I was showing you, but there are some countermeasures in the design to keep the mandible from trying to escape. That's just for the mandible, though, not the... Hold on, Doe's going to look at the uh, skeleton wiring plan again. There is countermeasures for the mandible and things like that. There, there absolutely are. But then you also notice, just like nestled in there, it's also designed like at the time it didn't stick out to you because you're thinking about like yeah, it's trying to stop Buddy Cop from or the fire from doing anything or trying to es- escape. But you realize that if done incorrectly surgical intervention near the site could potentially trigger it reacting as if it is part of that influence and it may attempt to harm the attacker huh i really need to get more sleep okay yeah it was supposed to be a safety thing no i'm sure this made sense at the time i just wish i noticed it sooner well unless somebody has a piece of nicks on them it's the best I got for finding Nyx. Yeah. What kind of role is this? You guys feel a faint pulse in your guardian marks, and then it goes away. Ooh, ominous. Was there a sense of direction? No. Urgency? Call for help? Of late, the only time that you felt that pulse, like, you felt the pulse before when the auditor was calling you to a meeting, but that felt different than this. Mm-hmm. This feels closer to that pulse you feel when somebody around you is going mandibly. <sighs> All right, do it. Avoid any countermeasures. Don't cut here. And Dilly shows Cha-Cha where roughly the countermeasure is and what to avoid. So, yeah, just do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you guys going to try to locate a sedative? No. <laughs> White knuckle. Yeah. I mean, you guys literally have plans for anything here, and that includes things that aren't, like, automatons. Or things it's like that. fine. He doesn't use it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, but then we have to go back to the workshop and then probably go back to the fabricator room. That's true. All right, you know what? Let's just find a... see. Let's just see if there's, like, a quick sedative. If like, we just, like, can just, like, locally sedate it and just something like that. Yeah, if you want to do that, you can do that. Oh, we're not just going to, like, hit him in the head? I'm not hearing a lot of strong enthusiasm from the crowd, so I'm just going to go to the workshop and see if there's a quick sedative I can find. Good luck. No, I- Dilly's just sitting there holding out the tools on his arms, kicking his legs. You're doing great, bud. You're doing so good. I'll be right back. Actually, no, fuck that. Everyone follow me. I'm not going alone through this place. Why? You chicken? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you not see that Aster ripped an arm out of the floor that came to attack attack him? Yeah, and? I can't do that. You're just, you know, putting limits on yourself. Not with that attitude. Yeah, I believe. You both are very aware where my strengths lie, and you know it's not ripping arms off. If Tilly looked closely, he'd notice Chacha laughing. Astra kind of tilts his head, and you get the sense of almost like a wink, and he says, well, not anymore. (laughs) Watch it. Chacha is definitely giggling visibly now. (laughs) You two are ridiculous. Come on. Chacha follows. You hear a clank as Doll Dilly gets off the table, but in the process drops mm-hmm. the tool he was holding. Dilly just rolls his eyes and waits for everyone to catch up. Mm-hmm. The Nyx doll's already running circles around you, even with its little legs. That makes sense, yeah. 
So you go back to the workshop with the archive. You easily find tons of listings for different kinds of sedatives, even like full-on anesthesia, as in addition to local anesthesia. Mm -hmm. It's the kind of thing that this isn't really your field of expertise, Dilly, but it's also like these materials are not necessarily difficult to craft if you have the raw ingredients. Some of them are time-consuming because of processes they have to go through, but at the same time, you're also aware that, like, a fabricator room, you're still only talking about, like, 30 minutes instead of, you know, hours of, now this goes into this and has to process for a while or something like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then, yeah, from the lengthy menu, Dilly's going to try to find just, like, a quick, like, kind of Novocaine. Like, if you find, like, a Novocaine that's going to last, like, an hour. So just, like, a local? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You find one of those. Dope. Then, if there's no issue, we collect the materials necessary and go to a fabricator room? Yeah. I mean, so that's easy enough because, like I said, these aren't high-level things. So even though it's not your specialty because of your expert crafter or quick builder, whichever one it is that applies now for you, it makes it sense a gimme. So now you have a vial of this local anesthetic. It is something that gets injected, kind of like Novocaine. And you have roughly enough of it for, like, let's say you were going to do multiple of this same procedure with the same amount of body area that you needed to numb. There's enough in there for four applications. Ooh, okay. And the DNA tracker, there's got to be a better name for it. The DNA tracker and the Novocaine cipher, are those both ciphers? So the DNA tracker will last for 28 hours once it's turned on Mm -hmm. before it fritzes out and fails. Then at least during the surgery, the DNA tracker and the Novocaine ciphers are going to be on the other table so that I'm not full up on ciphers. Or I'm not over full on ciphers, I should say. To clarify, the Novocaine is not really like a cipher. Gotcha, okay. There's no no IO in it or anything like that. Gotcha. Then I'm I'm just going to call that an oddity for the sake of my character sheet. The DNA tracker is definitely a cipher, though. And that's on the other table while Cha-Cha gets all up on my face. Yeah, so while you go over there you know, and lay down, Astra goes over and he starts examining the DNA tracker. And he says, it's actually kind of an impressive design. I mean, most of the designs in this place are impressive. I suppose so. I suppose so. Look at you. Look at the, look at the body you built. It's fucking incredible. He actually looks a little bit almost embarrassed. And he says... Thanks. Aww. Okay. Let's sign. More traffic. Actually, means a lot. Oh. Yeah, yeah, dude. Of course. So is Chacha gonna chop into Dilly? I guess. It's not like I'm much of a choice. Okay. I'm gonna need surgery. Okay. So you're gonna numb up Dilly's cheek, or are you just gonna ignore it and just go in? (laughs) Just raw dog. (laughs) I mean, I could raw dog him in the face, but I feel like... Since he looked for the Novocaine, we should use it. Ah. I imagine there's still a moment where it's like, Cha-Cha, you do have the Novocaine, right? Cha-Cha? Cha-Cha? Cha-Cha sighs and holds it up. <laughs> in, the, in the background, there's just the Cha-Cha doll, like, pouring it into her wooden mouth. <laughs> 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 Three doses down. <laughs> no, that doesn't really happen. Oh. Um, <laughs> I mean, she could use the ball except one. It'd be funny. If we get into a situation where we needed an extra Novocaine cipher usage, then that's on us. Yeah. That's on us. Like, we how, thought how the goof we... was okay. better. 
<laughs> okay, okay. So Dol Cha Cha <laughs> consumes three doses worth of this Novocaine pouring into our mouth where it does absolutely nothing because it's hitting No, 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 no! Stop her, stop her, stop her! <laughs> Cha-Cha, like, reluctantly takes it out of Doll Cha-Cha's hands, like, I need at least one. The doll, like, looks at you and their mouth kind of claps wetly, and it almost like their speaker inside is, like, a little bit garbled. I am a girl. <laughs> I love you, too. Maybe I can get Dilly to make you more drugs later. She does a little happy dance there and then goes off into a corner just by herself, like kind of like staring at the wall. Sigh on life. And just occasionally like picking up a tool and like scraping it against something and then putting it back down again. I off her ass on Nova King. I love her so much. I'm imagining also there's like weird kind of like sweat things as the Novocaine kind of like comes through the cracks and she's just kind of <laughs> upsettingly like damp, just drips from nowhere. <laughs> I love this. It was worth it. I don't care if one of us is like dying of like, I don't know, heat exhaustion. And it's like, you know what would have been great? Novocaine. <laughs> <laughs> at least we could have get at least we could have gotten a high before we died of dehydration. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you're injecting Dilly's face yes. meat with the yes. Novocaine. Ow. You wanted it. I did. So hurt. Did Chacha to even do the dentist thing of lying and saying, you're just going to feel a pinch. <laughs> and a slight pinch. <laughs> like, no, it, fe- it feels like you're stabbing up into my like, brain. No, you're <laughs> stabbing me. This isn't a pinch. This is a stab. <laughs> stab in the mouth that I'm paying for. Ugh. <sighs> 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 It takes a little bit of time, maybe about five to ten minutes, Dilly, but your, that side of your face does go numb, and it is a very weird feeling. I don't know. I just think it's working. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you can tell Cha-Cha because he's sort of going, like, one side of his face is definitely like a little slack, yeah. you know, and like he can't close his mouth all the way on that side. This is perfect. Go. And anyway, Daniel, what is the role for this? So, this is a... 12 to start. You're specialized, which makes it a 6. There's the risk of countermeasures, which pushes it to a 9. You could have it at a 9 if you don't care about, in some way, fucking up Dilly's face. At a 12, you will ensure that you're not going to do any permanent damage. I mean, it might just be a little scar there after you stitch him up. And this is kind of, I think, a mental arithmetic that Cha-Cha would know as she's thinking about the difficulty of what she has to do. Okay, this is a question for Samson. What's your opinion on face? Um, I mean, Dilly's kind of... <laughs> I feel like Dilly isn't the prettiest boy in school anymore. Because he's got metal... He's got metal wiring in his face. And he's got, like, loose skin. So, whatever you're comfortable with rolling. I'm fine with either. It's more of a, do you want me to, like, at least give you a chance of not... Having a fucked up face. Being disfigured. Who will marry you then, Dilly? Who will marry you then? (laughs) Dilly will live as a spinster. A wealthy spinster. He's going to have all that organized crime money from the Mm. Stonebirds. Oh, you can get yourself a (laughs) boy toy. Or sugar baby. Nah, Dilly's just going to like find a nephew that he never knew about and then leave it all to that that person. That is a good plan. Less drama. Doll Dilly looks up at you expectantly. <laughs> yes! 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 <laughs> Dilly looks straight at the ceiling. 
where <laughs> Aster is like peering over at you like so um I am happy with whatever you decide okay let's go with the 12 why not um do I even want to put effort into this <laughs> I'll use that free level I mean, remember, the countermeasure is going to fuck you up. I know. Dilly's just going to, like, watch you explode in front of his I know, face. but it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> this is why I'm not the next tier. <laughs> okay, so we're back down to a nine. Yep. Gonna check my pools quick. Oh, fuck. I, I'm assuming this is intellect. Yeah. It- I have a full intellect pool, so I might as well use at least two levels of effort bringing it down to a three. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see it. Roll a one. Stop cursing me, Daniel! <laughs> I got a 14. <laughs> okay. I mean, it'd be funny, though. You slice into Dilly's face meat. What is Chacha's preferred technique for the surgery? So, Dilly and Chacha are about the same height, right? Yeah, but Dilly's on, like, a table. Yeah. So, yeah, so Chacha's probably standing on a stool, honestly. Chacha's just slightly shorter than Dilly. Oh no, Chacha's squatting on his chest like a fucking nightmare <laughs> sleep paralysis <laughs> demon. It's just full. It's the really dark version of putting on somebody else's makeup. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> full on goblin mode. Yes. Just suddenly noticed like long green ears poking out of Chacha's head. <laughs> well, I also imagine like she's coming down like she's like holding the scalpel like like a murderer with a knife. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a, a stabbing hold, not a slight yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But somehow it works. <laughs> That's how she learned to do it. And I feel like Doll Dilly's really close and like, ah, with his knife, like making the stabbing motion. Like I could have done this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What if, what if Chacha's approach to surgical cuts isn't like a straight cut? It's like, repeated perforations like a tattoo gun oh my god that'd be amazing and then she'd have something to follow with like the cross stitching to put it back and that's mm. why she embroidered her initials on dilly when she put back at his spleen i thought she, she just wanted to try out a new pattern <laughs> i thought she embroidered her whole name yeah not the initials like her but, whole name. oh gosh is she gonna put her initials on it yeah you put cha-cha yeah. there <laughs> Okay, when she ins- puts it back, there's just a very small CC on your face. Like, almost like the Chanel logo. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Dilly, this is a very surreal experience. You're awake. Cha-Cha has to lean down close enough to see what she's doing. So, like, you've got this other person that you know right near your face while you're awake. You can feel pressure and tugging at your skin, like from the surrounding skin of that area, and you can definitely feel that cheek is numb. But you notice as time goes on that the same side of your body on the neck, you can feel like it just feels very wet, and like something is running down there and dripping. I think <laughs> during this, because I imagine like, again, Chacha's like real close to Dilly's face. Dilly's like looking the other way, trying not to make eye contact and, like, probably behind Chacha, there's, like, an illusion of a, like, cypher plant just, like, quickly like, iterating itself, like, almost nervously. 
You gotta be careful iterating. what direction you look, because Doll Dilly's there, Doll Chacha's there, maybe Aster's there. <laughs> They're all looking, and you're just like, oh god. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Dilly's like looking at like a gap through the crowd, just like, please, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Astra comes a little bit closer and says, uh, uh, are you okay? You look a little pale. <laughs> Dilly just like manifests an image of just a middle finger. <laughs> so you then feel a, again, it's not painful, but you can feel this vibration, this sense of somebody like scraping at bone. As Cha-Cha goes in there, and Cha-Cha, you could see this mandible, but like, it felt bigger, obviously, to Dilly than it probably was. It's still dangerous, but... <laughs> Man, am I like, right? It's, it's almost... It, yeah. <laughs> but it's just, like, this, like, little bulge. It's, like, almost like a blister on the bone. You could just barely get the sense of that mandible coming out. And doing that, you're able to cut off a piece that you need, avoiding any of the parts that had wiring running through them, which means you have to cut kind of creatively to get a big enough piece without accidentally disturbing the wires, which is what you needed to avoid. And you retrieve the sample and you close Dilly back up. Again, Dilly, as you are getting closed back up, can feel the tugging at your skin on that side. But you also don't necessarily know. One thing you do think is like, you know, for as much as she cut, it is taking her a long time to close because of course <laughs> you don't know that she's also doing this like CC thing on your face. It's beautiful. Yeah. And then it's sealed up and cha-cha as you finish up, Aster comes over and hands Dilly a towel and says, you might want to use that to clean yourself up. Oh, thank you. Uh, so you should go. Yeah. All right. Laura. Is Chacha going to be the one operating the device? It doesn't really matter, I guess, because once you activate the cipher, I don't think it counts against your limit anymore because you're using it. Dope. Yeah. I don't know. Alex, do you want to lead the search? Sorry, I'm looking at my character sheet. Just because I do feel like Chacha would be the one most keen to find Nix because sure. Nix is missing. Okay. Chacha will lead. Okay. So. Dilly, as you're getting up off the table while Cha-Cha is loading it, you notice Doll Dilly wandering over, and he leans down and kind of curious and touches your blood stain on the table with his hand, and he holds up his hand like, sad, and then he sticks his fingers in his mouth. Uh, eating what? 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 And then Dilly will uh, manifest just like a little glowing ball in his hand and from the illusion say, should the dolls be eating blood? Oh, I don't know what they eat. I mean, doll Chacha was eating drugs, so... Okay. Chacha just shrugs like, they eat what they eat! Speaking of which, like, she hasn't really left her position since then. She's still over in the corner and like you can hear her like playing with the tools and things like that. Okay, because just to remind you, old Cha-Cha with the old dolls, old doll Cha-Cha was, like, inside old Cha-Cha. That's some good workmanship. I, it seemed like she ate her way in, possibly. I was probably dead anyway. No comment. Cha-Cha's just completely unfazed. Like, that's what happens. Circle of life. <laughs> I, 
I'm just saying, if the dolls, like, turn on us and start trying to eat us, we're putting them down. We're destroying them. Oh, that's just their ecosystem. You just have to assert there's better people to eat. Dilly's gonna look at Doll Dilly. I love you. Uh, See? I don't know. I don't know about this. You know who we could hook these dolls up with? That tree that we owe some bodies to. I don't think... Nice callback. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that tree's gonna take the dolls. No, I mean, like, they could work as a team. No. No, 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 no. That, no. Oh my god, no. Why? Because that's gonna kill a lot of people. But they'll be happy. And they won't be killing you. These are compromises. Dolnix is currently doing a handstand that she is then somehow turning into push-ups while doing the handstand. Right. Dolnix is right. We gotta go find Nix. It's just a heads up. Don't let the dolls drink her blood. And Dilly will pick up Doll Dilly and say, stop doing that. He stretches out his arms and goes, I love you. Absolutely not. He kind of like cautiously reaches up like as if he wants to touch your face. Dilly will keep him out of reach Mm. of his face. Good idea. Bacteria. He kind of strains a little bit with the reach and then he lowers his hand again. Stop hitting blood. Stop it. I love you. Dilly puts him down. All right, where, where are we going? Where's where's Nyx? Okay, so you put this sample into the machine. It lights up. And initially, for just a moment, you think, fuck, this isn't going to work because it starts blinking and indicating right where Dilly's standing. Mm-hmm. But that's when you realize that there are actually settings in it and you think you can filter yourself out. And as you start to turn those controls, which, you know, because you essentially built this even if you used a fabricator you understand the plan well so you're able to filter it out and get a signal where it is indicating that this wherever if this thing it's found is presumably nix is what you're looking for and then you actually get a second blip that is a slightly different direction but it's not a completely different direction it's like both going in the same direction but clearly at some point a path branches off between them once north one's northeast that kind of thing yeah. Okay. Um, are we able to tell like the strength of the signal? No, not in this case, because you had to filter out yours, mm. so to keep it from getting distracted and thinking it found the source there. So, in order to filter out those things, like it's just like you're essentially getting binaries of where they are. Gotcha. You can detect distance; it, it'll tell you that. You just don't know the. There's no difference in intensity to the mm. signals. Okay. Then using that with the map in conjunction, can we not just like figure out a route, but also kind of guesstimate which rooms these signals are in? Yes. So one signal seems to be coming from a fairly far away spot in the foundry. You get the impression from the map. It, this once again, the signalry is strange, but you essentially think it's saying something about a staircase or elevators or something like that it is you know the path between different levels that's where it seems to be like one dot is the other dot is in one of the parts of the map that says signal lost and not the egg room gotcha so it's not obvious to me which one is nix and which one is the fire and i assume we're looking at nix and the fire with these two signals because nix said she was in quarantine right Nick said she was in quarantine, and I feel like Signal Lost Place would be a good place to quarantine someone, right? But then that'll just be where the fire is, because the fire is fucking 
It could also be in quarantine. Well, that or Garrus mentioned, and I totally remember Garrus mentioning that that there was some place that was kind of dangerous, and that could also be signal loss. So, opinions, thoughts? <laughs> I don't know, honestly. I'm just here to find Nix. Everything else is collateral. Okay. I say we flip a coin. We can do that. We also go to the closer one, just swing by, and then go to the second one. You know, it's five check. Yeah, I guess. That. Which one's closer in terms of, like, routing? The signal loss probably is closer. Okay. All right. You want to swing by the signal loss place, see if, what that's like, and then if it seems like a little much, then check the second place, see if see what that's like, and then decide from there. Yeah, why not? Can't be worse. <sighs> Don't jinx it. We're too close. Don't jinx it now. Are we close? Toy Cha-Cha finally stands up from what she's doing and kind of trots over by you guys. She looks up at you, Cha-Cha, and opens her mouth and says, I love you. And that's when you notice that she has created these pointed teeth with the tool in her mouth. She's essentially, like, shaved away at her own mouth in order to build these pointy teeth. Was that a drug-fueled thing, or is that a conscious decision? She does a little somersault. Okay, it was the drugs. Dilly, remind me. Don't do these drugs. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> and then Dilly's, and Dilly's just going to slowly look at the cha-cha doll with its teeth. <sighs> yeah, they look very familiar. All right. One problem at a time. <laughs> so you're heading to Signal Lost? Yep, let's swing by Signal Lost. And again, we're just swinging by, just right to the threshold, just to vibe check. Falling right into the pool of acid pit that's been hidden there. <sighs> the pool of acid? Who'd have thought? You almost climb out, and then this gelatinous cube just rolls on in and drops on nice. top of you. <laughs> <laughs> Why does my brain work like this? Now I'm just picturing somebody making like a POV video from the gelatinous cube. Oh my god, that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> so, you guys head to the signal lost. Her whole crew is trucking along. Doll Dilly seems to be following very closely to real Dilly. Astra actually comes over a couple times and gently nudges Doll Dilly to go a little bit farther away. Just with his leg, just kind of reach out. No, like you would try to herd like a small pet. Mm -hmm. You know, you guys continue on your way and you reach this signal lost area. And it's sort of a junction point. There's a door there that is sort of, it's an arch doorway. And there is a little, some sort of piece of Numenera, like near where you would normally think of as a lock that seems to have some sort of sensor on it. But most notably on the door is the imagery that has been inked onto its surface. A stylized illustration of an unfolded tesseract and an eye floating in front of it with flames coming up at the bottom. The symbol of the Guardians of Night's Hope. And that's where we'll end this episode. Alex, something about this episode. Honestly, I loved the fact that we chose to give the doll drugs rather than save this asset. Honestly. (laughs) (laughs) And again, if it turns out we needed that last dose, then... It's just so on brand, though, that we would choose a goof (laughs) over actual things. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like the plan is disposable. I mean, Dilly still has the plan now. Yeah, we can make it later. 
we just don't have like it in an emergency. We'd have to be like, okay, can you stop bleeding out for five minutes? <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Cool. Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. And that's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is my turn, and I would recommend you to read the book The Red Scholar's Wake by Aliette de Bedard. And I'm really hoping I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm terrible with like French names. This book takes place in the author's essentially her like space opera series. I think it's Julia series that is galactic empires that are inspired by Vietnamese culture. And the story is a romance. It is a lesbian space pirate romance. Awesome. Hell yeah. The two protagonists in this, one side of our couple is the living ship rice fish and her avatar and her AI and stuff like that. The, the, the avatars, depending on where they are because of the technology have different physical properties and Zixi who is a engineer working for salvagers who is captured by rice fish, who after the death of her wife, the red scholar is now the provisional queen of this pirate nation out amongst the stars. But there's political intrigue at work and rice fish in order to seal her control and not look like things are too unstable. She needs to marry again, and she needs to do it right away. And so after her crew essentially raids this ship of Zixi, and because she sees something in her with her engineering capability, the robots that she was using, so she offers her, I can get you free, and we just have to be married. And it'll just be a matter of convenience. It's purely political. It's just for this. You get these benefits. I get these benefits. There's nothing more to it than that. And they get married, they start getting drawn more into the politics, and a problem becomes obvious very early on is that they are both attracted to each other. But Rice Fish is terrified to pursue it because of the imbalance in power in the relationship, mm-hmm. and because that throws her into a whole ethical yeah. thing. It's done really well with that part. But yeah, it's a romance with lesbian oh, space yeah. pirates and these like different pirate nations for fleets, by the way, like jockeying for power and dealing with the you know, oppressive governments of the empire. So it's really good. It's a lot of fun. I it was one of those books that I read it and it's not very long either. It's like a more like a novelette or a novella, but I finished it and I was like, this is cool. There's, I, I really want to read other books in the series. She has a whole series of these different books or like short stories that are set in this universe and they're almost always romances. And so she does it very well. I've read some complaints from people about this book is that they feel like the romance moves a little too quickly, but maybe when I look back on it, but like when you're reading through it, I, I don't, it's done so well that you, you don't really have that thought until you're like away from the book. Cause it's very, it's one of those, you just get caught up in Aliette. Bedard also wrote some other great books as well, in addition to this, that you should probably check out, like The House of Broken Wings, which is the first book in the series about depressed gay angels (laughs) after they've been stuck in France 
for centuries. Oh my God. <laughs> and this whole secret society of them. Uh, that sounds very indulgent. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, it is, but it's very good. <laughs> it reminds me, I'd forgotten. Like I it was one of those books I read. I quite enjoyed, but at the time the first book had just come out. And so I just forgot about it for a while. And I, that was a trilogy that she's finished. And so now I have to go back and read the other ones. Mm. But today I'm talking about the red scholars wake and it's very good. And I highly recommend you check it out. If people wanted to tell us what they think of the Red Scholars Wake or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Go to our website, explorerswanted.fm. On there, you'll find all our socials where you can talk to us from. On Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. On Mastodon, we are at Explorers Wanted at Dice.Camp. And our Discord, you can find at explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. We have a nice little community there. It's nice and nice and cozy, nice and lovely. Talk about whatever you want there. Also, if it is within your means and you're feeling generous, patreon.com slash explorerswanted is the best place to support us. Or use our dice filler code with dieharddice. Explorers Wanted, get 10% off your order of beautiful dice. Mm-hmm. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. Best thing you can do, tell your friends, tell them why you like the show, why you listen to it, why they should listen to it. Second best thing is to leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory. Those make such a big difference for people trying out the show. So huge help. And thank you again to everyone who's done that already. If you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh, well, check your windows. No, check them again. Be careful of the lighting when you do. Keep an eye on your reflections in the glass because unlike with mirrors, these ones can touch you. And by then, it's too late. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Mastodon as daniel at anderlich.org. Oh, Stace isn't here. Uh, <laughs> how fucking silly must it be to like look in like a window and like see some eldritch entity, but then like somebody just like walking on the street outside, just looking at you, just being a fucking idiot and then bleeding <laughs> suddenly. I don't know. I'm at Slam Potato yeah. on Twitter and at Slam Potato at Dice.Camp on Mastodon. Oh, I thought we were just being preverts. But hey. <laughs> I'm T with a unicorn on Twitch and Realty Unicorn on Twitter. Yeah. All right. That's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whatever you're listening to this. And bye. bye. bye.